0: Hey Geeks Radio listeners, all these years you've listened to the Totally Super podcast, the Trek Off podcast, the Pop-Up podcast, and wondered, hey, is there a way I can get my message out there on these podcasts? Well, finally there is. You see, we're making a brand new movie called Cancellation. The plot of the movie is this. What happens when your stereotypical sitcom girlfriend realizes that she's just a character on a sitcom, and that sitcom is coming to an end, which means she's going to cease to exist? Can she convince her friends to help her fight against the show just so they can all survive? Well, that's the question of the movie. And you can help us make it by going to Kickstarter and donating to the movie. You can get there easily. Just go to getcancelled.com. That's getcancelled.com. Now, Kickstarter always has rewards, and one of the rewards on there, along with the other millions of awesome things you can get, actually allows you to get a message out on Trek Off or Totally Super. That's right. You get the reward. You're going to get a DVD with it and a poster, digital downloads of a bunch of stuff you can't get anywhere else, and a chance to get your message heard on trek are or totally super now there are other rewards go check it out it's going to be an awesome movie and we really really need your help so i'm asking you as someone who's listened to our podcasts to please help us make cancellation the motion picture okay on to the show it's time for trek off set phasers to love Welcome to Trek Off. This is Justin, and this is part two of a two-part review of the four short treks that were on CBS All Access. Now, if you want to hear the first two reviews along with some other great stuff, then listen to our previous episode where we covered the first two short treks. But we're jumping right into a conversation already in progress. Here we go with the third of the four short trek episodes that we reviewed. Uh, Episode three, The Brightest Star. Young Saru of the planet Kaminar is curious and wants to learn about life outside the pre-warp society of his village. Unhappy with the knowledge that he, like all Kelpians will eventually be harvested as food by the predatory Ba'ul. Saru manages to send a distress signal into space which is answered by the uh, by answered by the USS Shenzo. Saru departs his homeworld with Lieutenant Philippe Giorgio uh with the knowledge that he may never return to his planet. Let me ask you a question. Um uh is this Did we get an episode about Saru's people at one point already on Discovery? No, I don't believe so. We did not. I don't think so.
1: We got an episode like, about we see him.
0: We got an episode about him. And we're like, were the Ba'ul part of that?
1: Um, not. I kind
0: I of remembered this thing. I kind Not of directly, it.
1: but yeah. Like he talked about them being a prey species. And I remembered thinking that was I, I, like.
0: On. I remember a monolith though. I remember kind of a, oh. a thing that he gets all mad at at one point where you think he's going to go dark.
1: Yeah, but that's on another planet.
0: So, is this is not? This yeah, is we not just, related. I don't think so. Except thematically, maybe.
1: No. Huh. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, this. Um. I. First of all, they they start out the episode with them underwater getting kelp. I hated that.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: The kelpians get a bunch of kelp.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's Star Trek for you, though. In a way, <laughs> like I know. So I it, it it really didn't even phase me. It was like whatever, okay. Yeah, but it sure. it was
0: just like Fine. it was a little on the nose
1: for me. <laughs> um,
0: um, uh, I was I I mean I was I was this is my least favorite of the four. Um, that's, I was that's so typical. <laughs> I was I was I was vaguely interested. I was vaguely interested. I like Saru. I think that Doug Jones is Saru, You know whether or not, and and again, you know. My scale is this. This is a B minus. This does not go anywhere near a cliff. This is fine. No. This is perfectly, perfectly passable Star Trek for me. Um, but uh, but like I found, it lacked a subtlety um, that I felt like like the others had. I mean, the Harry mud didn't have subtlety. But I, no. I just
1: but you like enjoyed it, it's it as fun a, and it's very Star Wars. But
0: sure. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk. I don't even know if it's Star Wars. I don't even know oh, what it's it is. It's totally
1: it's, Star Wars.
0: It's very Orville. Um, no, it's not. I don't know. I haven't watched the Orwell. Um, I know. So so uh it's just like I, I I, I dig Doug Jones and and, and I I, I I'll say do this. Too. I um I just there's a sadness and a longing that he brings uh to everything that he does and I and I and I love it. Um so certainly, you know, credit where it's due there. And the episode made um, me less
1: angry about the whole sensing death thing. Um like he, because he taught like, well, like I think there's a line that he has, and I'm not going to quote it directly like, specifically. Like, I'm probably not going to get it quite right, but to the extent of like, my people look up in the sky, I look up in the sky and I see hope. My people look up in the sky and they see death, and they're happy about it. And it was just such an interesting line that that the death is up there waiting and is scary. But they go there willingly for some reason, and I was like, "That's weird." Um, and it was do you feel like this is
0: a deliberate a, a deliberate retcon because yes. the fans were unhappy about the whole like I can sense death thing? Yes,
1: I absolutely um, felt that way, and I felt like, thank you, I appreciate that you made some effort here yeah. to be like, like yeah, like, that's dumb. Like, You're right, but if if he if he like, was yes, speaking metaphorically, can, can, as you could see here, these kind of you know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. This
0: is how he senses death. He can sense danger, but also. But his, he's got kind of a poetic
1: mind to him. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if he was saying like there was no context when he said what he said, and it was just this dumb fucking. Well, this line is a retcon. Let's there. be
0: very clear. What when he said it, what the screenwriter meant was he can sense when people are about to die. Right. That's which is what fucking the screenwriter ridiculous. meant at the time. <laughs> this. This screenwriter, this screenwriter is saying, well, actually, we've <laughs> shown in the, in the show that, so... that his, his, <laughs> things, his things pop out when he's really nervous that something bad is going to happen. When and he's, also, it's a
1: fear-based response, right?
0: Yeah. And also, his people sense when these people, when this other species is about to kill them. So, yes, those things pop out when he senses that death is happening or on danger this planet, but they're two kind, different things. You know? It's not really, you know. yet they a they sense these people coming to kill them, and b those things pop out when he feels like he's in danger. But he can't tell that a car is about to hit him if he's going to be going to cross the street or so, He can't see in the future, that's right? He's it's fucking. Um, stu- he's not magic. He's not. Fu- yeah, he's not it's, that's
1: fucking dumb. And the, and the um, idea of being bred speci- like again, like like who would breed someone specifically? to sense death not danger not you know like it's like that's just the dumbest this
0: this answers this answers that question it does that question because you because your question was how does that species evolve and no this answers that question it goes no it didn't evolve these other people have bred these guys to sense when it's time for them to go up and feed them yeah. Like and I was know, like, now that they, they- is a
1: very different idea. And I was like, and then maybe that's why I liked the episode so much. Because I'm like, finally, you're fixing the whole Saru problem. I'm okay with that. Like, I was w- I'm willing to accept an answer. Like, I've said that before. Like, I've, I'm fully ready. If you give me a good enough explanation, I'll go, you know what? Okay. Because I already like Saru. I want to like it. You know what I mean? I want you to fix it. I want to let you have the go at it. And it doesn't even have to, like, as this episode proves, as this little short proves, it doesn't even have to be some amazing explanation. There just needs to be one.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah they're, 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 like a course correction. So, like, they shouldn't have had a hairy Mud episode. They should have been, like, the Klingon chick from the first season going, like, you know, I think growing long hair would be a great idea, huh, guys? <laughs> Everyone going, yes, let's all do that. And then <laughs> they can it. have long hair and nobody has anything to complain about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: That's... I would have preferred that, honestly, to the Mud episode, I think, which sucks because uh, Ray Wilson is great in it. Um that's all I can say for that. So you. yeah,
0: so that's so so okay. So you rank this one tied for number one, and I, I rank this one at number four. Um I just how uh, do you how uh, do you justify that, dude? Like seriously. Because because you I get was to delighted. see ritual,
1: I love the ritual part. Like I think that There are only
0: four episodes. One of them has to be number four. Yeah, and
1: it's clearly is, the mud episode.
0: Yeah. It's, it's clearly it's, the least Star Trek
1: me. episode of the bunch. It's the, it's clearly the most off the fucking rails. Like even the beautiful episode that is just clearly a sci-fi story that's modified, at least it's a beautiful episode.
0: You know yeah, what I mean? but you know, sometimes, like sometimes you get an episode that's not Star Trek at all, right? Like and and Star Trek did this like like you are forgetting the preponderance of non-Star Trek-y episodes that we got even in the original series, where it's just like, it's, you know, here is a weird story weird sci-fi excuse to put kirk with the mob and here's a weird you know here's how we're gonna get abraham lincoln on the show you know and this is you know that's different dude and you know it no but it's it's the same thing it's it's (coughs) there's nothing in in the in the robin hood episode of next gen um that is remotely star trek there's nothing Star Trek about that episode. Um, even the problems I have with that episode are the non-Star Trek-y things. The 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 women are essentially assigned to you know, knock pots on people's heads. And these are women trained in martial arts. You know, like there's yeah. There's, there's yeah, there's the everything about that episode, but it, it is it is a fairly good Robin Hood episode. I'll give it to you. It's it's not a bad it's it's not a bad Robin Hood story. It 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 fulfills what I want in a Robin Hood thing, except that he doesn't shoot a bow. Even once? Which Even is a once,
1: comment. I but know.
0: Like like that's that's part of what Robin Hood does is he he shoots bows. Let's um, be clear,
1: the only reason anyone likes the episode that episode is because of Q and it's and oh, because no. we like the characters.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And also it's just right. fun. It's a lark. It's, it's a, a lark. lark.
1: But, but and, here's and Worf, the thing. Worf,
0: Worf, honestly, Worf, Worf makes the episode. He does. The, the, the best part of, the, is, best part of that episode is where, is where Jordy is playing the mandolin and Worf comes up to him and just smashes it on the ground and hands it back <laughs> and goes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Here's what
1: I'm saying. Um, if you have, how many episodes in are they at this point where we've got Lark episodes? I, I, I get me wrong. I like a, I, I enjoy a lark episode as I have as I have stated frequently. So if you've got this entire catalog and you give me a lark episode, we're good. These are four fucking shorts in between a season. And you've got a lark episode. Get the fuck out of here. For a no, character you know that's I not hear- even on the ship. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Well, it depends on what. Like I I think that they are trying. V- you know, hard, maybe too hard, to have four episodes that are very different from one another.
1: Yeah, I felt I like that that's... was obviously what they were doing. Yes, um, I, I definitely. So we have the we imp- we have
0: impression. the we 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 have the you know alien Tilly you know you the straight up Star kind of, Trekian
1: alien encounter star, story, star but also
0: like 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 you know you know I, if it were the 90s, I would use the words girl power, but I feel like that's that's sure. like almost a little. That's, that's not quite right now. I feel like it's... it's there's something about it's it that's borderline just, that's offensive
1: just, now, perhaps. Yeah,
0: it is, w- w- um, which is weird, because at the time, it was like the coolest thing. It sure. Was like, it was like, oh, th- we're doing this now. Yeah. Um, uh, but I will say, this is the episode that my wife liked the most, because it was just... It was kind of nice. She liked it. It was just kind of nice. Um, then you have your 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 artsy one, and what does it mean for the show? And this is whoa, and it's also it's kind of romantic, and it's it's this it's, beautiful it's piece kind of, of dark, star
1: f- of 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 yeah. sci-fi like story, really. And, um, and then you have and then you, you have, have what maybe a backstory.
0: Yeah, uh, not just a backstory, but a Star maybe Trekian what, like,
1: story, like
0: both. M- maybe what what like the long-term fan in me might have liked is like if all four of these episodes were course corre- corrections, like you know, like somebody steps in and goes, hey. By the way, while you're growing that long Klingon hair, yeah, we think the aft section of uh, the discovery looks like shit too. But you know what can we do? Let's just go on. You know, like just let's let's acknowledge all the problems. Let's just put it out there. You know, like it's it's you know, suddenly, suddenly Chris Pine walks in and he goes, Have you noticed how all these lights cause cause lens flares everywhere? That's weird. And he just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, well, we'll just we'll just Because acknowledge, I will say this we'll,
1: about the mud episode, as much as I don't care for it um for any number of reasons the least of which the fucking whale line um no that's really a big yeah. part of it um is his char- like the way rain is playing the character is very much as i remember him like the flavor of how i remember him from the original series and that was and really I will say this. that was fun to see but that was the only you know what thing was fun that to was see? fun to see what
0: you, you know it was so fun to see that Tellerite looked amazing Agreed. Like, yeah, the makeup was like amazing. Like the Tellerites always look stupid to me. They always were the worst aliens. They looked the worst. Even on Enterprise where they tried to make them look a little better, they looked the worst. And this time, he didn't look silly, but I I immediately knew what he was. I was like, that's a tellerite. Oh, that's a, i get that. That's a tellerite. I immediately knew that I was looking at a And Kelly looks at me, she goes, What's a Tellerite? And I'm like, Oh, how are we still married? Um, <laughs> But it, but it it like I like I liked that, um, I just liked the structure of it, I thought it was fun, I think that you know what, I think that how would you have felt if it didn't have the surprise robot ending if if the ending had been something different, something you know you know there's you know I uh, would have had a lot of to- the
1: problems that I have, but I think I would be a little more forgiving of them like i. I don't recall any fucking gold pressed latinum until Deep Space Nine, which is probably why you're fine with it.
0: Well, I mean, but I mean, Deep Space Nine assumes that gold pressed latinum has always existed, when in fact it was clearly created on Deep Space Nine. Right. Even to the point, uh, even to the point where at the beginning of the show, Cork goes, "Gold is good." That's the line he has at the beginning of the show. And by the seventh season, he goes, "This is just worthless gold." Like it's like clearly. It's a thing that changed (laughs) over the course of the show. Yeah. So I'm fine with the idea. But I'm not fine
1: with it. I'm not fucking fine with it. You know why I'm not fucking fine? I'm not fine with that. I'm not fine with him having a bounty on his head. Like they are a, a money, like the Federation is a moneyless organization. Like we've evolved beyond that bullshit. So the fact that there would uh, be a bounty on him makes no fucking sense. Hold on a
0: second. That is not said until Star Trek The Next Generation. They don't say that there's no money until Star Trek The Next Generation.
1: That's not true.
0: When do they say they don't say that?
1: They do too. They talk about They uh, talk about m- find, m- money find me where. on other places. Like, oh, they mean some sort of um monetary something. Like, they don't say, like, money
0: yeah i I've, I've always gotten the sense like
1: <coughs> and I, but, and here's the thing cuz in the episodes with mud in the original series he's a wanted man but there's no bounty on his head the, the fucking federation isn't going to pay anybody to bring them harry mud he's a wanted man because he's a fucking criminal like the reason to bring him in or to catch him is because that's the right thing to do because he's a fucking criminal yeah, but if- that's not. There's no I, I, bounty on his head. Like that's a fucking star. You love it because that's some Star Wars ass shit right there.
0: That is and a Star it Wars. Doesn't thing. fucking they're, they're fit ba- in Star although, Trek. Although it's it interesting, uh, you you say you say that's 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 a Star Wars thing. In point of fact, the only time we ever see a bounty hunter bring in a bounty, it's Princess Leia pretending to be a bounty hunter, and she clearly misunderstands bounty hunters because like like every other bounty hunter doesn't. They don't ever really bring in bounty. Ba- I guess I guess Boba Fett is bringing in Han sort yeah. of Yeah,
1: what are you talking but, about? He's but totally he's, bringing in but Han. But he's
0: not. He's not. He's he's yes, just he is. helping set up a trap for Luke and then he I no, don't know. No,
1: he's totally getting paid, dude.
0: Well, yeah, he's getting paid. I I don't know. But the <laughs> the the <laughs> he went He's and not the bounty hunter though, right? He's not he's not out there like collecting criminals. He's you know, Not he's, criminals he's, per se,
1: bounties. That's the thing. Like in Star Wars, you could put a bounty out on somebody. It's got nothing to do with law such as it is, because there isn't some uniform law. You know what I mean? Like, in fact, it's a function of the underworld, generally. Like, that's why there's a bounty on, on Han Solo. Not because he's a smuggler. It's I, his fellow so people I, who so, smuggle so, I will, I will that are fucking criminals upon criminals. It's not, well, let like, me, reputable organizations. Le- let me put this question to our listeners, then.
0: Let, let, let me give the question to the listeners, and also to you. Find me the first place, the first time they ever say that there's no money in the Federation because I think that's next gen.
1: That may be the I'm first time it is, it is explicitly stated. That may be true. But the but there was like the there it's is no implied. talk of the Feder like that, that's like saying
0: I feel like, like there were a, I feel like, there like were credit. a serial killer has gotten out of his escaped
1: of, jail and then the government puts up a bounty to any citizen who turns that person in. Like, that doesn't fucking work. And it sure as shit doesn't work in Star Trek.
0: I'm not, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not,
1: I'm, just, I'm not against I'm saying, it,
0: especially this, especially you where are, we are because now. You just like it. Well, but we're also pre Kirk, and we're, we're also pre Kirk, oh, and give we're also post, we're Listen, not that we're much pre Kirk.
1: It's like 10, 10 years, right?
0: All right. Well, look, look, look at America. If we talking more years than that, it's like 50. Man, look at America in, in, 2000 and america today it's, it's it's different there are some differences
1: money's um, still money look at it, look at the world today and the world in 1950 the only difference different. is inflation
0: no it's vastly different nobody uses money anymore when's the last time you went somewhere and you paid you pulled out your 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 bills and coins like um, it's, it's i don't know, know
1: probably last month
0: all right well that's that's you know there are people who you're, still you're write checks
1: for the record not us but
0: yeah it, yeah speaking, so i mean that, my my point being my point being is this we're also and this is like this is a longer conversation i'm gonna have with you one day um about how we're also in a post-temporal cold war society um i am not convinced that we are in the prime timeline at all in any way um Uh, Well, there could be, there's that.
1: At that point, it's, I guess, all bets are off.
0: The short short version of it being that in, in Chris Pine's timeline, if the destruction of the Kelvin by a very powerful, futuristic looking ship. Has changed history so drastically that all of Starfleet ships look better and do cooler things and are more powerful. And, and they say they call it the Kelvin timeline because, you know, because Nero showed up and blew up Kelvin's ship and that changed everything, right? Or that blew up the Kelvin and it changed everything. Mm-hmm. Then what does the Zindi cutting a swath through the middle of Florida and killing millions of people do to the timeline? And we know that Enterprise happened. Yeah. Because there's references to Enterprise in this show. They've referenced Enterprise. So so we know Enterprise happened. And so are we in a third timeline? Like, have we all been a thir- in a third timeline? And is Enterprise the only show that ever actually happened? Which even then is super backward because there are Borg in Enterprise because Picard went back in time and brought the Borg with him. Yeah. So... So at that point, are we, and we know that that's a direct precursor to Enterprise. We know that's part of Enterprise's past. That's how the Borg end up on Enterprise. I mean, we have James Cromwell playing Zephyr Cochran in an episode of Enterprise. Yep. So, so, so we know that first There's contact clearly happened, linkage there. And those, so, so what did that do? How did that change things? You know, it's, it's, it's all, I mean, it's really interesting. It's, it's, it's a real. It's 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 a quagmire where we are now, and 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 you know the the multiverse and how 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 I is still discovery think it, gonna it, relate? I, I do
1: I think it still went too far off the silly trail for like not being in a place for a lark episode yet, and and for this lark episode being about a character that isn't even the beloved crew, you know?
0: I don't I don't love Harry Mudd. I've never been a big fan of Harry Mudd. Um, I just thought it was, you know, I have, you, you just know, we've we talked online. I have a, I have a, I have a weird, a, a very strange, like neurological thing happening right now that I talked to you off, uh, uh, like before the show about. Um, and it's been a very stressful day and I'm staying up late and I didn't know if I wanted to watch an episode and I just kicked back and I turned on, I was like, well, we got to get this. I got to watch this fourth episode so we can talk about all of them on the podcast. I'll just pop it on. And it was kind of light and fluffy and fun. And I was like, yeah,
1: Oh, that was good. That's just what, That's, what I needed. You know, maybe it's
0: just <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just what I needed right now. Maybe if I had sat down and I was like, okay, let's get into some Star Trek, then maybe <laughs> I would be like, ah, the fuck is you know, this? Maybe, shit?
1: maybe, maybe
0: ju- just like how I feel when I'm watching the original series, and I get the the you know the fucking monster one. I'm like, ugh, like this. Or or when I watching when I'm watching you know next gen, and I get you know one of the ones where they're trying to be funny and they're clearly not. I'm just like, Ugh. like it's like when I or we're watching DS Nine and we get to like move along home and I'm like, Ugh.
1: oh dear lord, like, yeah, <laughs>
0: like, like there's there's I totally understand the reason why you don't enjoy this, but it hit me in a sweet spot today that I just really enjoyed. So, um, so yeah, I dug it. You know, I dug all four of them. I will say this: none of them are terrible. Like they're all pretty good. And we, what a world we live in, where it's just like, hey. Guess what you got this week? Some more Star Trek. Here, have some. Here's some Star Trek now. Like, 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 sure, let I us just remember, don't. I'm,
1: I'm worried about what they feel like that Me, Like, it was sillier than episodes of Orville. And I'm not exaggerating.
0: No, it, no, the end, the end especially, yeah. it was just silly. It was just it's fucking worth noting ridiculous. the episode was directed by Rain Wilson. Um, yeah,
1: I, I did see that. I so, was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Like,
0: so so like maybe he just brought you know, he went for the funny. Which is easy to do, right? Like he's funny, he knows he's funny. The episode's funny. It's it's not, not funny. It's it's funny. It's 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 sure. it, but it's you know it's just not like it's right? it's yeah, I if you I if you didn't like it, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean the, here's here's the thing. I feel like the short treks are designed to explore little pockets of of Star Trek, and I do think it's fair to say that either these should have all been about the crew or none of them should have been about the crew. <laughs> like, if they. Yeah, if I wanted them, them to all
1: be. Like, I wanted, I expected, and wanted them all to be about the crew. I think that as good as that standalone sci fi story is, I would have preferred. And maybe that's their attempt to, to try to make the ship a character. But you can't do it that way, you can't shortcut it.
0: No, I, I guess I guess what I'm saying is that You know, like if the ship none of is them, a
1: character or it isn't based on I, what I'm saying is that show. I feel like
0: you would have enjoyed the Calypso episode and the Harry Mudd episode if the other two episodes had also not been about the crew. And the whole idea is Potentially you know, if they'd just that, been random that, in the that, world. That like, like one of them was on Deep Space Nine, you know? So we get a random fifteen minute Deep Space Nine episode. And you're just like what like, like, and it's just kind of like we're going to do short treks now in between the seasons of the series, like where it's just like you don't know where they're going to pop you for fifteen minutes. They're just going to for fifteen minutes. You're just going to spend fifteen minutes somewhere in Star Trek. That's a neat idea, but the fact sure. that, that you like, do have Like two- honestly,
1: I think I would have been even better with that episode, the beautiful sci-fi story, if it just hadn't been the Discovery. If it had just been some random Starfleet vessel. Yeah, and and I. I think I I would have almost been better with the Harry
0: Mudd episode if they had all been this, if they had been clear that they were like, okay, this is what we're doing. Like, if this is the fourth one, you're like, well, we've had three completely unrelated. Yeah, I definitely felt like
1: watching Calypso and uh, particularly like where where's the connection? Because I was primed for because I watched Tilly, then Saru
0: and those are both and then all of a sudden these other two that are not like, right and of course the opening credits look like discovery and have this discovery yeah and, I'm like, I, and, and, and I was like titles. how cool
1: is that to have a little short about you know one of the crew members because this was not you, know, you, know you know don't what, have this to was like, get the whole this crew was together not star trek
0: you this know? was not star trek short tracks it was star trek discovery short tracks and and if they want to in the future make us Okay with episodes like Calypso and The Escape Artist. Maybe they have to like it clearly has to have it has its own opening title. It's own it's opening. It's its own music.
1: thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's Star Trek and you're just you're they're plopping. It's just you short in for Star minutes. Trek
1: stories. That's not a bad yeah, idea. You, like I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, almost yeah, like a like a, a what I want to say variety show. I'm not saying it right. They, like Twilight Zone, what's that called? Um It's really like Oh yeah, I don't know
1: what they're called, but yeah, like Black Mirror is where it's not yeah. They're not connected. They're not, but like, you're exploring new ideas. Yeah, in in the same thematic vein, so to speak, I guess. Yeah. Maybe so not I even think thematic, I think that. But look, no, like say, like say, what a
0: <laughs> what a world, what a world we live in. Like like pre two thousand nine, Star Trek was dead. Then we got three movies, but those movies were only like like four years, five years apart from one another. You know, it's worth noting that that Star Trek, Star Trek 2009 came out 10 years ago. Isn't that wild?
1: Yeah, that's fucking nuts. not wild? Man. I don't even know what to do with like that. Like, the first Chris
0: Pine Star Trek is 10 years ago. Um, and Nemesis was 2000, I think. So Nemesis was 19 years ago. Oh. Which means that, and then Enterprise went off the air the year after that in 2000. I think Enterprise went off the air in 2002 because it dealt with 9 11. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it's. Um, because season three was 9, like season three yeah. was post nine 11. So that must've been season three must've been 2002 and season four must've been 2003, 2004. So that's been off yep. the air for 15 years. And now they're just like, and, and you were starving. So by the time you got to, you know, you got two hours of new star Trek in 2009. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. And then you have to wait for four years, you know? And now they're just like, here, nah, it's a Tuesday here. Have some, have some track, have some track. <laughs> there you go. Have some track. Have some, here's, track. here's, this these are appetizers. Here's some appetizer Trek before you get more Trek in two weeks. You know, all the drink you yeah, the you before you get Picard, a new Star Trek series at the end of the year. Yeah, you know, okay. Man. So we're gonna talk about bearded bearded Spock coming up. That's uh, uh, that's gonna be an interesting conversation.
1: Yeah, we'll
0: see. Uh, it's it's Spock has a beard in the motion picture. What does it? Does he not? Does he not? Or do, do, no? does he? Or does he, Does he just have long hair? He just has long, crazy hair in the motion picture that he then cuts.
1: I guess. Am I misremembering? I don't remember. Cyborg having... had a
0: beard. Vulcans can grow beards. We know that.
1: No, I know they can. grow. <laughs> you know,
0: I. You I'm know not what? I Vulcans will... can't
1: have facial hair. To my to my knowledge, I don't know that that's true. But
0: I'm 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 <sighs> two minds. I guess because this is probably the last time we'll be able to talk before
1: before it actually you know, shows. Maybe up.
0: we'll have a, a pre-discovery conversation, but I do think that you know. I'm not sure if I'm ready for another new Spock. Especially since since like they've not retired you know Zachary Quinton Spock yet.
1: Yeah, like I don't
0: he he's still there doing it. Um, Yeah,
1: like I don't know how I feel. I I told you, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this whole idea in general of them like encountering Spock and Kirk and whoever else. Like what?
0: Captain Pike. You know, it's specifically here's the thing: is that I don't mind them. It's Pike that concerns me the most. Um, really, for, for as much not
1: th- not fucking Spock, but Pike. Well, here's
0: the thing. Because um, that concerns uh, Spock, me less.
1: I'd be I'd be more okay with Pike, honestly. Here, than here's the thing about Spock. Pike. Here, like if it was but, Pike uh, 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 pre Spock.
0: Here's the thing about Spock. Yes, Spock acts a little bit different. Um you know Zachary Quinto Spock is is sort of pissy in a way that the original Spock was not um especially when you know he, he's he's the first Spock who's ever used live long and pos- prosper made it sound like fuck you <laughs> live long and prosper you know um You're right <laughs> uh, but but like Spock is such a blank slate um that especially like in sure later years like that. I um I would certainly say that, that later Spock certainly is not. Um, movie Spock certainly is not. I don't even uh, think show Spock is. I don't
1: know what you're I talking about. I think there's a
0: bit of a blank, blank slate to him, which is, you know, Nimoy is playing, playing it exactly the right way. He plays it perfectly. Uh, my point is this, is that, is that there's not such a—we don't know that much about young Spock, about young young Spock, um, and what he was like, you know, at this age. Um, Ten by the time, whole you know, we see years him- ago? What?
1: Ten whole years ago?
0: Ten years is a long time. A lot can happen to a dude in ten years.
1: Okay, but you know, I mean, I'm not so different than I was ten years ago. Like,
0: yeah, but you're not spy. You know, like, like <laughs> supposedly, supposedly, only five years passed from the third season of, of of the original series to Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Like, major stuff happens in that time. So, so, and we've seen you. And I don't know, like just the fact that he has a beard, I don't know how he's going to be played. Um the thing about Pike is that Pike is clearly a captain, an established captain character. And I feel like um what was being done with Pike by um I can't remember the actor's name now, in uh in Star Trek two thousand nine and Star Trek Into Darkness really struck me. He's my favorite Pike. I like him better than the original Pike. He's um I do uh, like
1: him, he's good. He, I don't know if I should brought something to far. Pike that he's really bringing He's He had more to do than original Pike ever got, frankly. But.
0: But, but what he did was totally different and I was totally down with it. I was like, this is I like I like this Pike, Um, but I wonder now that we're getting a third Pike, is this going to be vastly different? Because I feel like that whoever's hired to play Spock, however they play Spock, they're going to play Spock a little bit Spocky you know and i feel like jeffrey hunter when he was the original pike didn't have that much chance to explore pike because the 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 uh, like he only had one episode yeah, and we have another guy who's got two yeah. movies and now we've got another pike who's going to have multiple episodes like like i feel like spock is going to be deliberately played as spock but whoever's hired to play, Spike, uh, play pike is just going to kind of make it their own and i'm not ready for a third version of pike if that makes sense I'm not ready for a third. I guess. I mean, honestly,
1: though, I I care. I care less because we have less information because here's the thing. Like, you've got one episode of original Pike and then other Pike is a whole other timeline. True. So, like, I can get okay with there's a lot of room to work to still have, you know, what original Pike had because, I mean, he there's stuff there. You know what I mean? But it's but but it's not necessarily um it's not as well rooted or t- trod as Spock. My concern is is you know, it's not a word, but the, the sacredity of Spock <laughs> being uh torred. I've just coined that that term, by the way. Uh
0: yeah, like could, could
1: that's like, my that's my issue. That's my concern, and I think it's a valid yeah,
0: Are one. are we at a point where Spock is can just be played by multiple characters? Is he is he Superman now? Or like different people can take a, a stab at him. But that being said, you know, people were, were like when they and I haven't seen I'm I I'm speaking just from what people have said because I've not seen this yet. Um but they brought Superman on to Supergirl. Um and evidently He's perfect. Evidently, he is the perfect Superman. Evidently, he is—he's not doing what Christopher Reeve did. He's doing a completely different thing, but he is just nailing what Superman is and the way Superman's supposed to be in the performance, in the writing. That—that that this guy who is a side character on a CW show, um, because he's not the focus, has cracked the code on how to do Superman after brandon ruth couldn't do it and Henry cavill couldn't do it and you know and let's be honest the last superman three and four had problems doing it too um you know it's like they like suddenly this random guy cast as a side character on a cw show suddenly just gets it just suddenly gets it and nails it um you know maybe 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 we are going to be looking at this spock in a year going holy shit they got you know they got someone amazing. They got, you know, the, they got... I the don't know. Guy.
1: It's going to be hard. I mean, honestly. Yeah. I'm, I'm just being truthful. I want to like, give
0: him a chance. You know, I'll, I'll give him a chance. I, I do too, because I, I that- mean,
1: poor actor wants some work. Like, he's just got a job. Like, you know, I'm I'm all for actors getting jobs, but I just, I don't know. I just... Well, and I, I, what, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, sitting there. I think I will probably, if if I have a response, if I have a reaction, it will more than likely be less focused at this guy than it will be at the writers like I will be ru- I will be I'm rooting for with. this
0: Spock to work I will be rooting for this Spock to work Um, you know I and I don't mind you know they run a real here's a problem with Spock right here's a real problem with Spock because he because he is so iconic and it's he the is. problem with playing an icon yeah right? that's here's what I'm saying it's not
1: like like it's not like some other random side character like mud like whatever cool
0: well and here's here's the thing playing an icon (laughs) playing an icon for the first time here's the problem with it right if he plays it pitch perfect the way that nimoy played it he's got nowhere to go he's got nowhere to go he's got to stay the same it's gonna be uninteresting as time goes on we'll tire of it a little bit if he decides if they've come up with an amazing acting arc where He is in a totally different place, but by the end of this season, we find the Spock that we know and love. It's going to piss us off at first, and we're going to cross our arms, and now this guy's going to have to try to win us back, which is also an unfortunate place to be as an actor.
1: Yeah, like, this dude is is set up in a, it's like, uh, it's a bad spot to be put in. Like, I feel for the guy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think the writer should have done this. I think it's a fucking mistake. Yeah.
0: I think, frankly, it would have been better with a young Kirk. I think, frankly, seeing—I'm
1: not sure—I agree a, with that, but
0: seeing seeing a wet behind the ears Kirk who is you know learning the ropes, you know, seeing the version of Kirk who isn't you know a giant fucking rebel because you know William Shatner's Kirk is not a giant fucking rebel. He's a he's a really confident dude, but he's not you know he's not running cars off the edges of cliffs at age ten.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: he's not that guy. Um, which is saying that, look, I love Chris Pine as Kirk. I think I Chris too. Pine is... When I think of Kirk, I think of Chris Pine as much as I think of William Shatner for totally different reasons. they are two different Kirks, but they are both... They are, both
1: are and, I def- and, and when I watched, you know... When but I they got both share see-
0: his soul. They share Kirk's soul. Chris Pine cracked the code on what to do with Kirk, but I still think there's more that can be done if you're going to play... A not yet proven Lieutenant Kirk, who doesn't have to become the captain within an hour and a half for stupid reasons, you know, like <laughs> like a, a a a a not quite there yet Lieutenant Kirk would be an interesting guy to get to know. Um, I
1: I th- I think but- I might be able to come around if you did it well enough, but I think bringing me around. Especially when the time is so short, like, cause that, that's a problem I think I'd have with Kirk as well. When you've got such a short time to get to the people that we know and, and we have that, right? We have that benchmark. So it's not as though we're talking about, you know, you've got all the time in the world cause you fucking don't.
0: Yeah, But but if we're, if we were being faced with 22 year old Kirk 10 years before, if we're being faced with twenty-two-year-old Kirk
1: instead of thirty-five-year-old Kirk. Yeah, that's what it is. Would be twenty-five I, versus thirty-five. And I'll grant you that for a young, for a human male, the jump between twenty-five and thirty-five can be significant, right? Yeah. It matters where it is in their life, right? And that's the thing with which is with also Spock. which is
0: also let's say the jump between lieutenant junior grade and captain.
1: Sure, but you like Spock is, is a Vulcan. Their timeline is very different. They're long. They are longer lived than humans. So ten years is like ten years, but you know it's like the difference between forty and fifty or something, or thirty and forty. I'm not which even. Isn't ju- as grand. I, I'm
0: not. I'm not even sure how that works.
1: You know, like, like I it's don't just know not... that
0: they. I don't know that they have longer childhoods. I don't get the sense that they do. I, get I the didn't say they get the have longer
1: childhoods. They have longer lifespans.
0: Yeah, but I get the sense that their their gestation into adulthood. Is, is the same and then they just
1: they're longer lived after that that's what i'm saying
0: my yeah, point so, being
1: is that those 10 years matter less right like the difference between me at 30 and me at 40 is is very different than me being 20 and me at 40 or me being 20 and me at yeah, 30
0: but, but but right but there could but there could be enormous differences between a vulcan at 22 and a vulcan at 32 how old is spock when when he is on the enterprise i don't know how I, old he is when he,
1: i don't think we know
0: he's older than kirk he is older than Kirk.
1: Yes. We know that he's older than Kirk, but that's just by circumstance. We don't know by how much. We don't We don't have a lot of data there.
0: Yeah. I mean the 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 Abramsverse films which should not affect their ages seem to insinuate that uh they're roughly the same Seem to insinuate age. that that Kirk and Spock are about that that are that more Spock getting beaten up by the other Vulcan kids is at the same time that Kirk's running off the cliff. Right. Um, so they're but, more or
1: less peers. So they're within a few years of each other at most. Yeah.
0: So, 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 and, and we do know that Vulcans go through major changes. Um, unless, of course, you, at least early in their life. So, you know, maybe when he's going on to, you know, when he's trying yeah, to, yeah, but that's like as a teenager, a though. That's
1: the, that's like the difference between. Although I guess if you think I, 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 maybe it's worth before the um, next season comes out it might be worth revisiting um Star Trek three to see the
0: um yeah but even that's even that's hard to gauge because he doesn't have his mind at no the time. I know but 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 Vulcan we are see, but
1: like I guess what I'm saying is like there's if there are significant uh physiological changes in in some of those jumps where he's adult and still adult, you know, like between young adult and like sort of, you know, full on adult. <laughs> like, because I feel like they're yeah. like you, like you make a good point. Like a twenty two year old dude and like a thirty two year old dude are theoretically, if they've, actually I'm so done fucking some mad
0: at Voyager right now. I'm I'm equally okay. mad at Enterprise, but I just I never liked Paul. but like like fucking Tuvok was like. He is a capable actor. He did a great job playing Tuvok. Tuvok was a character that I instantly liked and I liked all the way through. But damn it, like seven years, man, and no change. Tuvok had no change in seven years. And this is the same problem I had. I said this in the movie that this is my problem with that show. It's my, my overall problem changes. with that show. Is that nobody changes, no matter what happens to you, you know. You know, that that's it's, it's like what the joke Stephen Colbert told one time, right? Like they believed the same thing Wednesday, they believed on Monday, no matter what happens on Tuesday. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like like there's 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 like nothing that he doesn't change. What it would have been like we explored his Vulcanness kind of, but nothing changed in him. Bumps me it bumps me out. There were a point at television at that point, it was happening at the same time as DS9. There was a point when we could have had that. And then to Paul, you know, I don't even. That pisses me off too. Where they were like, "Hey, let's completely redefine what the Vulcans are," and and they don't mind meld now, and they you know, and mind melding is the same thing as AIDS. Journey and, and
1: yeah, yeah, like, and
0: and and they're gonna walk in, and there's a a, a Vulcan revolution happening now, and blah, blah, blah. like it's like like I we have not seen. Of all the Vulcans we've had, we had four years to Paul, seven years. You know, I'm going to give I'm going to give the original series a pass in that a all you had at the time was episodic TV, right. And b a, a, that's just But even not how within they did that, like
1: once you get to the movies, you get there's a lot. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Nimoy manages to bring a lot of nuance and depth despite the episodic nature of the series.
0: And that is to Nimoy's credit because if you read if you read those books about how it happened, Nimoy was always insisting on stuff for his character. Nimoy like was I like you it. know for we we call we call you know Star Trek the motionless picture as a joke. Uh, but his character is has a major thing happen to him in that where he purges all emotion. Star Trek two he dies. Star Trek three. He comes back to life and goes through that. Star Trek four. He has a brand new memory. Star Trek. Star Trek five. Uh, Star, Star. Trek five. He is now kind of back to the Spock you knew from the original series. And by Star Trek six, he's a senior amb- ambassador who is who's ready to say logic is but the beginning of wisdom. Who's now reached sort of the end of his logical journey and has come to a conclusion. Each one of those movies gives him a new thing to do. And I guarantee you that's Leonard Nimoy jumping in and going, you want me to play Spock again? I don't feel like doing it unless you give me this. Yeah, And, and he, he demanded that his character grow and change. And, and that's why, I mean, I think, you know, and uh, you know, we all love Shatner, but Spock is my favorite thing about the Star Trek movies. Um, <laughs> I mean it's it's the relationships
1: that's what it is for me it's not just the relationship
0: it's the growth and change of Spock he's a different Spock in every movie based on the things that have happened to him up to that point um Which is, you know, for for a role that could just be, which he found to be limiting in that it was emotionless and he was just tired of doing it. He found ways, I'm going to do it this way in this movie, in this movie this is going to happen. And that, like, you know what I mean? Like he he demanded an evolution to his character, which makes it, you know, it's so fun. It's why I love Star Trek 6 so much, especially for him, because you see Star Trek 6 is the culmination. Uh, I mean, and it's wonderful his, his what he does on, on Next Gen, and he's, it was very nice to see him in, in Star Trek 09 and Into Darkness, but Star Trek 6 is really the culmination of that character. Early Spock, original series Spock, would be just pissed at Star Trek 6 Spock. Like, they, they disagree. They would fundamentally disagree on the importance of logic. And where logic fits in your in your worldview, your galaxy view. And that is the difference between an old man's point of view on life and a younger man's point of view on life. Agreed. And they would young that's Spock. That's a huge and old span. Spock.
1: You know what I mean? We're not talking ten years.
0: Yeah. But what I'm saying is that is that's that it's fascinating to me. The that, that Young Spock would completely and vehemently disagree with the way that old Spock views with the right.
1: emotionality so to speak of old Spock Absolutely, and also
0: the dismissal the dismissal of logic as being the most important thing yeah he dismisses that out of hand he goes he goes mm-hmm. logic is log, log, logic's great but it's not it's not the whole it's world it's not
1: the end-all be-all yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. um um and that it, and but it's natural that it happens that way um so maybe you know i would hope you know, if if I got the ability to play Spock, the first thing I would do is maybe look at that journey and go, okay, let's take that journey back. Like, maybe this is a Spock who has problems. Like, maybe he's a zealot. Maybe he's, you know, he's he's got problems controlling his emotions, but he is vehement, almost evangelical about the importance of logic and why everybody should be following it. And he has to be kind of talked off the ledge by by Pike a little. Like, maybe that's a, you know... How do you do it? I mean, it's, it's, Uh, it's,
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's going to be interesting to see. Look, I'm, I'm just excited we get to see some Star Trek, man. I am too. I just wish they weren't
1: going there. Like, I'm all for seeing the Star Trek that they've built and these characters, (laughs) new characters they've introduced us to. I'm just like, why are you doing this? Like, you've, you've got your own thing going. Just do that (laughs) and leave what's, or frankly, if you're going to give me another version
0: of a character, a a, a young Montgomery Scott might be fun to see.
1: Yeah. Like, there's certain characters or like, um, I guess Chekhov's awfully young by comparison to the others. He's
0: awfully young. Yeah, you know, you know, here's here's little baby Chekhov. Here's five year old Chekhov running around the ship. <laughs> I just heard from WikiLeaks. Stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah,
1: maybe if it was like Scotty would be actually a really good fit because yeah. you've got Or Sulu. Or Sulu, yeah, Scotty or Sulu would be a great fit. Because the both of them, you know what they're like on the ship, you know? But there's a lot to work with in before time before they get there, certainly, because you're not messing with the triumvirate. You know what I mean? Like they add and they flush out the triumvirate, but they aren't – Like there isn't a sacredity there. They're not sacred yeah. in the same way. They're yeah, well, important it's, it's, and they matter, but they're they're not sacred in the same way. And that's why yeah. I, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like there's I things just, you, you know could what, have done you know and I do why this is what you chose
0: and i'm not as and and i don't hold them in such sacred ways um i just, just i want to care about the relationship <laughs> i want to care about the relationship between michael and spock that's what i, I want i to, just I, I don't
1: understand like that I, we'll
0: but see. they're there right they're, they're just like they were there with the sensation of death just like they were there yeah. like like guess what she's related to spock we got to deal with it now right so if we're going to deal with it i hope that people are sitting down and going, okay. We're here. Here's where we are. Here are the pieces that have been. Here are the pieces on the board. So we we have to play the cards we've been dealt. I know I'm mixing my metaphors. Yeah, <laughs> we have to play the cards we've been dealt. So we can put our, our hands like on the, the right spots. Like mistake has been made,
1: and now make we've to it. Um,
0: yeah. So so if they go, okay, well we are where we are. We wish they hadn't done that, but they did. So now, now we've got to try that to do something inter- about it. Yeah. Let's make that as interesting as we can. Let's let's make it our goal in life. That when people walk away, they go, thank God they put Spock on Discovery because it was so perfect. And they, that's, that's how they need to handle every line, every acting, every Yeah, if, they can, every, if they can
1: fix it, right? Like, I'm not, like I said with Saru, I'm, I'm open to that. I want you to be able to fix it. I do. I'm on your side, man.
0: Do you know how you fix it? You know how you fix it for me? <laughs> Convince me that you, as the people involved, really care. Even if I disagree with stuff that you do. If I get the sense that it's important to you, um, you know, it's one of the reasons that I excuse some of the things in in The Force Awakens that I do not excuse in Star Trek Into Darkness. He was not a giant Star Trek fan. So he's doing stuff in Star Trek Into Darkness that are callbacks, fan service that I don't like but he is a giant Star Wars fan. He loves Star Wars. Yeah. JJ Abrams loves love Star, Star Wars. Wars yep. So even when there's Star Killer base and it's ridiculous, it's even when it's just the same plot as as um as A New Hope, yeah. it's done with On such steroids. love and such yeah. care. You can feel the enthusiasm of everyone involved. Um and it's yeah, why maybe- I will forgive
1: a lot for that as well. Like that 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 has a tendency to win me over too.
0: Yeah, that's because because you care. If you feel they care, you care. Um, if you, it's why some people really rebelled against uh, the Last Jedi because you know they felt that Ryan Johnson felt that it was his responsibility to to subvert. And you know, I don't know what the right or wrong answer is there because you can't just do love letters the whole time. Um,
1: yeah, and and subvert and, like what does that even mean again? And like because like that was the thing right for that too. It was the difference between a young man and an old man, and that is a long march. Like I'll gr- I'll yeah. grant you that you're not going to be the same person. There's going to be some shit that happen- could have happened in your life that will make your views very different potentially. I'm not saying obvi like certainly without a doubt, but there's a fucking good chance that if you've lived a good 60 some years, you're going to see things differently than you did. I like, trust
0: these guys. I these when these you guys are like you just are. The- <laughs> We, you and I both had our arms crossed at the beginning of the show. There was stuff we didn't like. We thought that, oh, oh yeah, no, the there was stuff I, I
1: hated it right off the bat. And,
0: um, and yet, and yet these guys, once they found their groove, once they found their footing, discovery, some of the best Trek that's ever been made. It really is. Um, it's just too, it's not optimistic enough. And it looks like they're going to more optimistic places. All four of these episodes are, have, have this in common. None of them are dour or violent or, you know, have stabbings or rapes or, you know.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know what
0: I mean? It's like, or like people's like they're spines
1: all, pulled out and blood and guts on the floor. Like they're that's all, true. They're
0: all they're they're all kinda nice. And we got some kinda nice episodic trek. Even if you didn't like all of it as much, we got some kinda nice episodic trek. Like 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 I trust these guys because the last the last half of Discovery was just great. And if now they're like they're 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 shedding the it's got to be gritty, you know, and they're <laughs> they're they're, I, I I trust them. They're we're out of gritty and we're into the beginnings
1: excellent. of the of the hope that we that we wind up with.
0: Well, and keep in mind that you know, the original the original series was silly. It was campy. It could it could be very serious, um, but it had a campiness to it. It was fun. And can you imagine, I, I can't remember, I was too little to really remember, but can you imagine the adult Star Trek fans when the first 12 episodes of Next Gen came out and they were just like, what is this? Like these, these they talk all the time and it's kind of dull and there's no emotion to it. It's all kind of got that, you know, that, that no sort emotion of flat to real, it. The the first, the first 12 of, or it's bad. Or it's or it's just done badly, like the you know, like the pig monsters in the penalty box episode of when, when Q comes back. Like it's like 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 these guys found their groove so fast. Um, certainly. I would I, say that. I think yeah. I do
1: think there is a, a demand to find your groove faster in this world. In
0: any case, we are living like it's a ma- it's a magical time, right? It's, in any case, new Star Trek. New Star Trek coming, New Star Trek coming in two weeks. I can't believe it. Like like but to me. Yeah, I was
1: pretty jazzed about that two week thing. I was like, Oh, that's like
0: close. Sweet. Like (laughs) we had like we had like two thousand four, then two thousand nine, like two thousand twelve, and then (laughs) two thousand like sixteen.
1: Fifteen or sixteen or something. And then now it's like
0: now it's like, oh we had some Two months ago, we had some today, and we're going to have some in a couple of weeks to hold us over till we have new Picard at the end of the year. What the hell? This is an amazing time. I can't even believe I'm alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can't even believe I'm alive right Dear now. Dear
0: Lord, please let me live to see Captain Picard again.
1: That's please. all I ask, right? It's not too
0: much. <laughs> I just want to see him. I just want to see him. We've had a lot of, we've had a lot of Kirk Spock related stuff. That's all tangentially Kirk Spock related. I want to yeah, see Yeah, my- I'm actually,
1: uh, uh, this is coming from me, which is saying something. I'm like, can we stop now? Yeah. Like I, I, I want them to stop ruining my preciouses and like, let's, let's see what Picard's up to. Cause like, he's still here, man. Yeah. I want to see that journey. Like, let's well, do and that. That's the other <laughs> thing, right? That's the other big well, thing. You know, we can.
0: Let's move <laughs> forward guys. Yeah. That's my the biggest, most exciting thing about this. Like, like, whether or not they have Kirk and Spock, whether or not that's what they're doing, like, stop the prequels. Like, let's go forward. What happens next? Forward. <laughs> what happens next? I'm so interested to find out what happens in the 24th. Is it now the 25th century? It's got to be, right? So... Like, like, what's going to happen next in in the world of Starfleet? I'm so excited, and we're going to skip more discovery at least, which is also excellent in just a couple of weeks. But
1: for now,
0: my name remains Justin,
1: and mine still remains Alexia.
0: And hey, trek off,
1: <laughs> trek off, bitches.
0: One last reminder before you go to go to getcancelled.com. That's getcancelled.com to help us make cancellation the motion picture. Look at the rewards there. Look for opportunities to hear your voice and your message heard on Totally Super and Trek Off. Please help us make cancellation the motion picture by going to getcancelled.com or looking up cancellation on Kickstarter.